Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything in the land of solar this week? Well, it's a, a very big day, as everybody knows. <laughs> Why? Oh, boy. Well, everyone knows it's your birthday. Hey, happy birthday to me. <laughs> so are you 26, 27 by now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About that. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Well, congratulations, Adam. You made it another trip around the sun. Yes. So that's, uh, so that's where we're going to wrap it up today. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday That's to me. Send in your uh, donations. Donations. Yeah, our Just your birthday. positive vibes. Yeah, maybe I'll put a positive wish list vibes. up on, on the show notes. Yeah, no. no. Uh, but uh, yeah, just everyone send you your positive vibes about, uh, you know, keep keep it going. Keep uh, keep good health. No more injuries this year and no more trouble. Yeah, let's hope not. Get it together. All right. All right. What do you got for us today? So uh, a new, a new. We've been talking a lot about vehicle to grid and solar, and how uh, solar power can connect to a battery. And if that battery is an electric vehicle, potentially the solar can uh, charge up the car. And then if there's a power outage or you want to start using the EV battery uh, for nighttime power, you certainly can. Mm -hmm. And so there's been a new development. PG&E had been partnering with Ford on this program, uh, and now they're working on a new program with uh, BMW. And BMW is, is looking like they're gonna be going hybrid or full EV uh, over the next few years. Mm -hmm. And so that means almost all their cars are gonna be electric. And California is uh, in 2035 is uh, fully electric uh, for electric cars. And so uh, they're what they're looking at is, you know, what would it take for an electric vehicle to to be able to power the grid when the grid is maxed out? And uh, this program is looking like PG&E wants to pay people to plug their electric vehicle in and send power back to the grid, except for, <laughs> I don't know, what, what kind of, uh, you know, who doesn't want power in their car when they're trying to, you know, if they have to drive somewhere. So yeah. it's an in interesting uh, concept, but uh, it's because as more people go solar or, you know, less people go solar and residential, uh, they are going to be able to add a battery, but then it's also uh, having it in an electric vehicle, being able to sell that extra power back to PG&E kind of sounds a lot like the net energy meter. Oh, <laughs> oh, a, oh a very cumbersome, difficult way of doing it. So 
you know, instead of just buying the power directly from solar customers, now the solar power has to go into a battery of an electric vehicle. And then that electric vehicle has to be parked at the residence and then through bi-directional EV charging, be able to send the power back to PG&E. So don't you think that it could have been solved a lot easier if just could have left things alone. So mm. it is very weird and very, you know, it, to me, it just seems like the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. Uh, but it is kind of, kind of odd, you know, buying power from an electric vehicle that may have charged up from the grid. And then, you know, now it's, they want to buy the power back. Uh, hey, hey, bro, can you, so <laughs> can weird. you send All the right. power back? <laughs> very weird. Very weird for sure. Maybe, maybe uh, Jamie, what? this was a whole, you know, their whole plan was to just put solar companies out of business. Well, that would be a, a way to do it, except, you know, the electric vehicles have to get charged. They have to get charged from something. And so if it's pulling from the grid, I guess that is a way for PG&E, you know, do you pull from the grid at night and then sell back to PG&E during the middle of the day, which is kind of what you know, uh, net energy metering was doing in the first place. Right. So uh, <laughs> maybe they just like BMW customers. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. Uh, seems very roundabout and weird way to get the same power. You know, it's still electricity that's going back to the grid. Uh, but in any event, very strange, but it's, you know, it's good, good progress because if an electric vehicle can be used, against power outages, you know, the risk of power outages, then they, that those customers don't really, you know, they have no choice now where they can add a wall battery that would sit on the wall or they can use their electric vehicle battery. So, um, and those are much larger in capacity than the wall battery. So potentially they could send, you know, 10% of the power back to the grid or <laughs> something like that, or be available for other people when they are, uh, when they don't have power. Uh, but it is interesting. Uh, big fan of vehicle to grid for sure, mm -hmm. but to sell the power back to the grid or compensate those customers, I, I doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but that's okay. Uh, we'll learn more as this uh, program shakes out. So uh, obviously yeah. I have a myriad of questions. <laughs> oh, okay. so they're going to be, right, I mean, is the rate going to be the same? Unknown. Okay. Vehicle to grid would be, <laughs> I mean, I, I does, don't we just do solar panel to grid or, I mean, yeah, and, that's what net energy metering is. So the sol the excess power was going back to PG&E at retail and they were compensating people at retail rates. But that's gone. Uh, up until, <laughs> yeah. Well, now it, yeah, now it's down to seven cents a kilowatt hour, which is a little bit higher than uh, resident uh, the wholesale rate. So it's still pretty low. Uh, and so now uh, the break-even time for solar is a bit higher. And so a lot of people, residential especially, has uh, determined it's not a not a great investment because right now the break-even time seven to ten years, and when people are in their homes for seven years or less on average, they're like, oh, well, you know, why would I want to <laughs> add solar and uh, not have it pay for itself in the time that I'm going to be. But that's how the rest of the, the country has been with solar, right. uh, except in California. So that's why California is a you know, solar heaven out here. So. And so for vehicle to grid, we, we don't know the rates that they're going to be paying mm -mm. for electricity. I mean, is, Correct. okay. So is when has this already started? Sorry. <laughs> It's a pilot program. Okay. Yep. It has started. And any more information about it? 
No, I just think it, you know, it's interesting that uh, PG&E is really, you know, like I said, they started with Ford and now they're moving to uh, BMW. And, you know, it's interesting that Tesla is not on that list. Uh, so I'm sure there's a reason because Tesla in California is getting more and more uh, 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 out there, I guess. And so uh, we see a lot of Teslas around here and, and other places too, but uh, Bay Area, lots and lots tons, of Teslas. Tons yeah. everywhere. Tons and tons of Teslas. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it would seem that Teslas here, are, uh, it's interesting that, you know, Tesla is right down the street from <laughs> PG&E and for them not to work together and they'd rather work with BMW seems a little strange, but yeah, uh, crazy. I, I know of like four houses or what, six houses that surround my house, like four of them have Teslas, have one or more oh, yeah. Teslas. I mean, it's exactly that's yeah. pretty, pretty crazy here. But I don't know. Maybe uh, the PG&E does not like Elon Musk's uh, treatment of public uh, workers during the pandemic. You know, Elon came out and had a big <laughs> kerfuffle with uh, with our local representat- representatives there in uh, what San Mateo County or Santa Clara County. That's right. Oh boy. Yep. I don't know. That is true. And then uh, one one other interesting thing that I learned about NEM 3.0 this year, or just this week, that I hadn't heard before, and I have not had a chance to confirm it, but if your home uh, is signed up for NEM 2.0, and then you sell that home, your home, the new buyer still gets the NEM 2.0. Wait, what? And so that's what I, I'm, I couldn't believe it because nothing's changing with the solar panel system. So they'll still have their remaining time in, so that NEM 2.0 is good for 20 years. And let's just say you signed up in 2020. That means the solar panel system is in that NEM 2.0 until 2040. And so not, it's not dependent on the, the solar customer. Oh. It's more dependent on, yeah. So now- How did PG forget that? <laughs> that's That's- I maybe they didn't forget it, but it, wow. you know, it, okay. so it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I still need to confirm that. I have PGE, they're not really answering their phones these days. Uh, and so, in any event, my uh, I just think it's be it's how that will affect the real estate market going forward. Mm. You know, hey, you know, are we going to start seeing ads that my home has uh, solar with 14 years of NEM uh, 2.0? Wow, ready, so. NEM 2.0 Very solar. interesting. That's the, exactly. That. Yeah. It's, it's a big, big difference, big change. So very interesting. Never, never stops being, uh, never stops being a shortage of things to talk about in solar. Wow. So. <laughs> but yep, we'll wrap it up there and happy birthday again. Thank Adam. you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. We're going to wrap it yeah. up there. If you have mm-hmm. a question for Jamie for an upcoming episode, you know what to do. You can go to our Facebook page, Straight Talk SolarCast, send us a message through there, and we'll be sure to get to it on an upcoming episode. If you have questions about solar, you also know what to do. You can go to our website, solarharmonics.com, click on the podcast link at the top of the page, and you'll be taken to a library of our past episodes stretching back four, five, six years. If you have a question about solar, there most likely Jamie has addressed it in one of those episodes. So go take a quick search, do a quick browse, listen to a few episodes, send us a few messages, and give us five stars wherever you got this podcast. That always helps. Until next time, everyone. See you.
that's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.